اتقل محارم تكن اعبد الناس او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فوسبيتشن اوف دين مدرز اند سسترز افتر ماني ماني ويكس مور ذان 2.5 منثس بيرابس ذس بروجرام از ناو ريزومينج وذ ذا فضل اوف الله تعالى ذس از an opportunity to reflect and this is a time to also make a lot of shukr and to express deep gratitude to allah taala that allah taala has made it possible for many things to resume in terms of our dini activities it is purely the fazl and the karam of allah taala the masajid are once again open the madaris makatib various other efforts of deen are beginning to now recommence really this is an extremely great bounty and favor of allah taala an extremely great ni'mat if we just think about an example in this manner that for example somebody had lost their job allah taala protect one and all allah taala grant afiat to every single person Allah Ta'ala grant halal and tayyib rizq in abundance to all so these are things that happen unfortunately sometimes these things happen Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us so somebody lost his job he was earning maybe 100,000 rands a month now that kind of job 100,000 rands maybe 200,000 rands a month some very very high flying job and now the person lost the job so it, you can imagine the anxiety can imagine the distress that he would be under and now several months passed in that manner no job no income and the person was living that lifestyle and now suddenly the job is lost no income and then after a few months something just works out for him and there's an opportunity that opens out now he's offered a job and that job is now going to pay him in fact double so to start off with there were several months of no job no income 
and now out of the blue the person now was offered the job to start off the next day and he's going to pay even double what will be the level of his excitement the level of the excitement of the person's family in fact the extended family who were aware of what was his predicament what was his difficulty in what difficult situation he was in and now out of the blue this opportunity has come and now he's been given a job so when others will now hear about this they too will get happy for him but what will be his level of excitement we really cannot fathom but that level of excitement that he is going to feel in that condition is because of some material benefit and by all means halal risk he must feel happy about it allah taala open of halal risk for him but at the end of the day it is material benefit which no matter how much a person earns if the person's eyes suddenly close none of that is going to come with him but he will feel nevertheless tremendous amount of excitement he feel great elation so all this is due to that happiness for having received this nemat this bounty now that this great bounty has come from allah taala that i got another job and not just another job a job that's going to pay double and he is going to be really celebrating he might invite his near and dear ones to come and have a meal and celebrate this opportunity that mashallah has come up all that excitement that is felt for that dunya benefit the benefit that we are being given in the form of the dini activities now recommencing that allah taala has now made this possible this is not a hundred times not a thousand times not a million times billions of times greater than all the benefit of dunya billions of times better and billions there's no limit actually now that is the very deep gratitude now that person if he has little bit more conscience of deen if he is a person who was really making dua also and now suddenly this opportunity came he's going to make salatu shukr he's going to give some sadqa as a kind of grat- expression of gratitude to allah taala for having granted him that nemat now that he got his job again got another job a better job he's going to uh make some tilawat of the quran sharif some istighfar etc all in form of shukr and to express one's gratitude to allah taala so just as that person who now got a job back after 2 3 months 5 months 6 months will be extremely grateful this is what we are required to be doing now to be really grateful to feel that gratitude to feel that happiness to start over to feel that happiness that allah taala out of his grace has enabled the madaris to open again the makatib to open the masajid to open obviously and that again the name of allah taala is being taken in all these places again the teaching of deen has started again the quran sharif is being learned and taught the words of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam are being taught and learned by students such a great nemat such a great bounty this requires tremendous sugar 
So mashallah, after very very long, we have been afforded this opportunity again to be in institutions of deen, to be learning deen, to be imparting deen. This is beyond any description of what a great bounty of Allah Ta'ala this is. But to the extent that such a great bounty has been given, the thing to reflect on is how much shukr have we made. How much shukr of Allah Ta'ala have we made? Ya Allah, this is purely your blessing. This is purely your bounty. This is your ni'mat. Ya Allah, you alone are deserving of all praise. All praise is due to you alone. That you alone have enabled this to happen. Which those barriers that we created with our wrongs, with our sins, those barriers that we created with all the evil that we got involved in, and out of your grace and mercy you have still allowed once again these doors to open. Ya Allah, all this is your grace, your mercy. So to make very deep shukar on this, make some nawafil, four rakat, six rakat, Allah Ta'ala give tawfiq, more than that also. Make tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, give some sadaqa, it might be whatever amount. Somebody can give hundred rands, they'll give hundred rands. Somebody can give fifty rands, they'll give fifty rands. Somebody can give 10 rands, they'll give 10 and somebody can give 1 rand, that 1 rand. Somebody might be getting even less than that as spending, maybe 50 cents they gave. But some sadaqah as well, out of gratitude, out of expressing our shukr to Allah Ta'ala. Allah, out of your grace and your mercy, you made this possible. So, one aspect for us to really get engrossed in, and especially in these moments that now, Allah Ta'ala has allowed us to step again into the efforts of deen, into the activities of deen, to truly immerse ourselves in shukr, very deep shukr, and from the depth of our heart, and to really express this in many ways, to express it in terms of the amal as well, and in terms of verbally expressing the shukr from the depth of our heart, really feeling ourselves to have been totally undeserving, which we are indeed, totally undeserving. And that despite the fact that we were deserving of worse, Allah Ta'ala now has eased the situation for us. This is His grace, this is His mercy. So a lot of hamd, a lot of sana, and praising Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, expressing His greatness in the various forms of the zikr and some, uh, the hamd of Allah Ta'ala that has been taught to us in the Hadith Sharif. So this too is an extremely important thing for us to get engrossed in. And in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has promised, that لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you are grateful, I will increase my ni'mats. So now this is the very first step of this gratitude. That we truly express the shukr from the depth of our heart and also in the form of these amal, we get engrossed in some of these amal and express the shukr to Allah Ta'ala. Then the reality of the shukr is that now we don't shirk in any of these things. This is obviously for the men that mashallah the masajid have opened out. So now to be more punctual even than before. That can we imagine how things just turned? It was beyond imagination that the masajid would get restricted and the madaris would have to close, the makatib closed and so many things all came to a halt. So these things were not imaginable previously. But we went through it. Now Allah Ta'ala has opened it out for us. So the shukar is that we don't shirk in these things now. We give the 
with full priority and importance to all these amal of deen. So we encourage our brothers, our, the men in our home, that they should not miss any salah or jama'ah in the masjid. They should be in the masjid in time, before time in fact, and taking advantage of this tremendous na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. And this is actually the shukr to Allah Ta'ala for His na'mats. Likewise, the learning of deen, we pay full attention to acquire the maximum that we can in learning deen and not just to learn it as a theory but to now to bring this into amal, to practice upon it. So this is the one very important lesson that we have to engage in and also remind one another. In the case of the students studying deen, the muallimas will inshallah remind us daily for the next few, few days at least, for the next week or two that have we made shukr and to give us some time few minutes at least two three minutes to just stop everything and turn the heart towards Allah Ta'ala and deeply engage ourselves in istighfar first for a minute or two and then one minute or two minutes to deeply engage in shukr and express our gratitude to Allah Ta'ala this by engaging in the shukr Allah Ta'ala is saying in shakartum azidannakum I will increase my ni'mads so the masajid for example Allah's fazal, Allah's karam, that the masajid have opened out. But there's still some restrictions of some sorts. The more shukr we will make, inshallah, very soon all these restrictions will be uplifted. And very soon, inshallah, the masajid will be able to once again uh, be in the same mode and function normally like it used to function previously and in fact much better. The same with the madaris, the makatib, all the efforts of deen. That the more shukr we make to Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala has opened out these doors for us, the more they'll open out, and inshallah there'll be greater barakat, and to a greater extent, inshallah, all these efforts will increase and get even more than what it was before. So the importance of shukr, we should keep reminding ourselves, reminding one another. Then together with that, we have passed a phase of time and which we are still currently going through. All around, many, many people are still in a very, very stressful condition. Many are in a, very, in a state of panic. The media is constantly bombarding people with every negative news. While on the one hand, whatever the conditions are around us are known to all of us the existence of the virus is known to all of us, we all are aware of it Allah Ta'ala protect everyone Allah Ta'ala keep all with afiyat Allah Ta'ala grant complete shifa to those who are ill Allah Ta'ala protect one and all so this is something we are aware of we have this is perhaps Every small little child, few years old also knows about it. Many uh, who never heard the word virus until they were maybe in their teenage years also. Their children who are barely one or two years old, well maybe not one or two years old, little more, they also heard the word virus now and they're speaking it maybe too. Whoever child can speak now, they're already speaking virus. Their parents perhaps didn't hear the word until they were much, much older. Now every child is speaking virus. So the awareness is there. But for a mu'min, a mu'min, his reaction to things is not just like anyone and everyone else out there. He's also concerned, he's insan, 
He also takes his precautions. But he does not go overboard in things that where Shariat has given certain directives, certain uh, prescriptions. So then the person stays within the limits of Shariat. So whatever reasonable precautions are to be taken will be taken. But then together with all that, primarily the first thing is that the mu'min is calm. The mu'min remains calm. He doesn't get over hyped up, doesn't get over excited about things, doesn't get over worked up about things. He'll take his precautions, he'll do what he has to do. But his yaqeen is in Allah. Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas, he's a young boy. When he passed away, uh, when, when Rasulullah passed away, he was still a very young child. Still. He was barely about 10-12 years old. So, when this incident took place, he was much younger. That on one occasion, he is riding with Rasulullah on the same animal. So, he is sitting behind and Rasulullah is riding with him and he is teaching him. Now, this is also a very great lesson for us. While traveling sometimes, we are going somewhere, we are going with our families, whatever. Often these are situations where people feel that you must not talk about deen in this kind of thing. Nobody is saying that you should not have any kind of general discussion, even some light-hearted discussion. Are you traveling somewhere, it's a bit of a uh, maybe lighter time. So there's no problem with that, provided it's within the limits of deen. There's no transgression of the laws of Allah Ta'ala. But there should be some mention of something that takes us closer to Allah Ta'ala. A mu'min, his whole life centers around deen. It centers around inviting towards Allah Ta'ala. It centers around trying to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. By means of various amal, by means of how he engages his mind, by means of what kind of thoughts he allows his mind to entertain. Any and every thought, he doesn't just run with it and just carry on with it. It sometimes might be a permissible thought also. But what benefit is going to get from many of the things? So he starts training his mind. Starts training it. Thoughts will come. All kinds of thoughts will come. But he starts training his mind to now keep focusing in the right direction. Keep getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. So he'll be a happy person. He will keep others happy as well. He will sometimes talk some gentle things too. He will talk some light-hearted things also. He'll have his fun as well with others. But everything will be within the limits of deen. But his heart and mind will be focused towards Allah Ta'ala. So Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas he is traveling and Rasulullah now is addressing him. So when a person is traveling also, some person is sitting with family, some way, in some, it doesn't have to always be in a very formal manner, but in a, in a manner that as the conversation goes, very smoothly, very, very nicely, gently, the person brought in the discussion of deen. For example, somebody is now getting very excited about the car he bought. Oh, his father bought, somebody bought, nice talking about that car, subhanallah. You know, that car got this speed and this uh, technology and this and that and the other. Now he's going on about that car. Fine, Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat, Allah Ta'ala blessed the person with that ni'mat. But it's not something to get so overexcited about. So now the person is talking about it, so don't cut him down. Uh, he's talking about something. Fine, now 
he said once, one minute, two minutes, something. Now somewhere in between the person said, gave him dua. Allah Ta'ala keep you with afiyat in this. Allah Ta'ala give you barakat in it. Allah Ta'ala make hifazat. Now this is dua. But in these duas there is a very great message also. Allah Ta'ala make hifazat. Allah Ta'ala protect it. Make it enable you to use it for, for the benefit of your family, for yourself and the benefit of deen. Now you are giving the person duas. One is to tell him, hey, just, just stop all the stories now. Too much now. You're going to offend him. Now what he's saying is not ideal to go on and on about it. But at the same time, he won't say that it's impermissible. Though it's not advisable now, because talk too much about dunya, on and on, just the same thing, and this car, and this feature, and that, and that, the other. This starts creeping into the heart then. And when it creeps into the heart, then that's what the person keeps then talking about, and keeps wanting, and then that t- takes over. Then it starts making the person cross the lines of deen also. So this is one example, ka, like that, other things in life, somebody is one thing, somebody is something else, somebody is their clothing, somebody is some fashion, Allah forbid, that's God beyond now. So that's not in any way what, how we should conduct ourselves. We just keep thinking and talking about dunya and dunya and dunya. Then that's going to be inside our heart then. So in any case now, this person is now talking about that car, so you let him carry on for a minute, two minutes. But now you gave him dua. When you gave him dua, you turned his attention by means of that dua. That look, it's Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat. And Allah alone is the protector. And we should be grateful to Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala grant barakat, that barakat will come out of shukr. Allah Ta'ala look after it, Allah is the protector. So you turn to Allah Ta'ala. Allah will protect those who are obedient to him. So, in that conversation now, you turn the person's attention towards Allah Ta'ala, even by means of that dua. And then you added something also, MashaAllah, Allah Ta'ala give you the opportunity to take much benefit out of this here. Allah Ta'ala bless you with the, the horse of Jannat. Then when you get to Jannat, the transport of Jannat, person will... What, what can we imagine? Not that a person will need any kind of uh, transport to go from one point to another, but that will be purely luxury, luxury, like how a person does things in dunya, just purely for luxury. That transport will be a luxury, not a need. There's no needs there, there's only enjoyment there. So now you gave him that, turned his attention towards Jannat. So in a very subtle manner, very simply, so much was achieved. And Allah Ta'ala gives opportunity, something further can be elaborated to. So coming back to the incident we were talking about, Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is seated on the same conveyance, and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is now advising him. That, Ya Ghulam, Ihfazillaha yahfazka. O young boy, you look after the commands of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will look after you. And you look after the commands of Allah Ta'ala, you'll find Allah Ta'ala's help with you. Ihfazillaha tajidhu tujahak. Ida sa'alta, fas'alillah. When you ask, ask Allah Ta'ala alone. And wa idha sta'anta, fasta'in billah. When you seek help, seek help from Allah Ta'ala. In other words, you must be firmly convinced that Allah alone is the giver, 
Allah alone is the one who provides that help. Allah Ta'ala will provide as He wishes. Who Allah Ta'ala wishes to make the means, Allah Ta'ala will make the person the means. We can't do it. So when we will ask Allah Ta'ala sincerely and turn to Him, turn our attention to Him, Allah Ta'ala will cause that work to get done for us. How? That's Allah Ta'ala's, uh, however He wishes, but we must turn to Him. Then after having made sincere dua, having begged Allah Ta'ala's help, on a level of means, if we have to ask somebody to assist us with something, this work, please help me to get this work done, or whatever else, not a problem with that. But our tawajju and our attention towards Allah Ta'ala, Allah alone is a dua. So Nabi Islam is teaching us this, by teaching Abdullah bin Abbas, Rasulullah is teaching us, the entire ummah, that look, this is how a mu'min turns to Allah Ta'ala. Whatever his issue, there's a sickness, turns to Allah Ta'ala. There's a financial problem, turns to Allah Ta'ala. There's a domestic issue, the person turns to Allah Ta'ala. There's some other problem, he turns to Allah Ta'ala. Keeps turning to Allah Ta'ala. Salatul Tawbah, Salatul Haja, Istighfar, Dua, Sadaqa, turns to Allah Ta'ala. And then further Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then says, وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ لَوِ اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ That if the whole ummah gets together to try and benefit you with something, they cannot benefit you except to the extent that Allah Ta'ala has willed. And Allah Ta'ala has decreed for you. And if the whole ummah gets together to harm you in some way, they cannot harm you except to the extent that Allah Ta'ala has decreed for you. The pens have been lifted and the scrolls have dried up. The pen that was writing the taqdeer has been lifted and the scrolls have dried up. Meaning, this is all Allah Ta'ala has already uh, decreed this. So a mu'min now feels very calm. He feels composed. He's human. He also gets sometimes some concern and even feels some pain. But in all that he's calm. In all that he doesn't get overwhelmed. Some level of human anxiety is understood. But he doesn't get panicky. He remains calm. Now that is the lesson that we have to be very, very deeply bringing into our hearts. And also passing on this message and listen to others. That we have Allah. Those who are without Iman, they don't know where to turn to. They don't know where to start. They don't have anything. Allah has blessed us with Iman. And this is the Iman that Nabi ﷺ is teaching us here. That look, turn to Allah Ta'ala. Allah is our creator. Allah is our sustainer. Allah is our nourisher. Allah Ta'ala is the... Supreme being, Allah alone is a supreme being. And Allah alone is in control. So when a mu'min has this focus, a mu'min turns to Allah Ta'ala, then he, he is not overwhelmed. He does not become overly concerned. He does not lose focus. So this is a time to now keep revising this lesson, this message and reminding others as well in a nice way, not in a 
lecturing tone and manner and not as if we are better than anybody but in an encouraging way in a very humble manner we remind others also that look this is how we are supposed to be turning to Allah Ta'ala and this is the mindset we should be having this is the way that we should be focusing in this manner inshallah we will find tremendous benefit we will find tremendous good coming to ourselves as well and others as well this is really a time to build our iman to build our yaqeen and conviction in Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala is making this manifest where is the superpowers of the world where are the superpowers where is all their advanced technology where is all this that and the other that they are all helpless in front of this invisible virus and they say we don't know where it comes from how it comes and how it moves and and we don't know what is going to be the case and outcome. And so where is all your power? You call yourself superpower, where is it? What kind of superpower are you? There is no superpower. The only superpower is Allah Ta'ala. All the rest are just names. Don't have any reality in it. So we have to shift our yaqeen from all these things. Shift our yaqeen from all the things that dunya presents to us. That this is how things will work and happen. No, no, no. Nothing works like that. It only works by the will of Allah Ta'ala. So on the one hand, we have to turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincere shukr, very deep-hearted shukr. And together with that, beg Allah Ta'ala for hifazat as well. For hifazat for all our madaris, makatid, masajid. Allah Ta'ala protect one and all, especially every person attending the masajid, attending the madaris, the makatib, the whatever works of deen. Allah Ta'ala protect each one with his special protection. Make dua for everybody. It might not be possible to take anybody's name sometimes. But on a general note, make dua for everyone. And in particular, some names you can take, we take those names as well. That all those who are engaged in dini efforts, all the madaris, all the makatib, all the masajid in particular, Allah Ta'ala protect all those who are attending the masajid and mashallah going for the salah and performing the salah correctly. Allah Ta'ala protect one and all. Allah Ta'ala give complete and correct understanding to everybody to conduct ourselves in the way that Allah Ta'ala becomes pleased with us. So we make dua for everyone. We will make dua for others. This will become a means of our protection. Because the angel will make the same dua for us. And say Amin to our dua as well. So, on the one hand is this shukr that we be extremely grateful and express that gratitude. And as mentioned in the various a'mal as well by making some nawafil by giving some sadaqah, by reciting Qur'an Sharif, by making some istighfar, durud sharif, etc. All as an expression of our shukr to Allah Ta'ala. By worshipping Him more. Now we get more involved in ibadat and amal. This is a means of expressing our gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. And the sadaqah is especially also. So, on the one side, this is a very important aspect that we increase our shukr. And we, we encourage others also at home, in the madrasa, elsewhere, we encourage others that we all should be engaging more and more in shukr and expressing our gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. Together with that, to keep building on our yaqeen, improving our iman, and reminding ourselves that everything is in Allah Ta'ala's control. We will do what we have to do, whatever reasonable extent of uh, precautions have to be taken will be taken, but we don't have any yaqeen in those things. We don't put our trust and faith in those things. 
our trust and faith in Allah Ta'ala alone. So therefore we don't go overboard in these things either. Whatever is within the limits of Shariat, well and good, we don't go overboard in it. Moderately, whatever reasonable steps have to be taken, will be taken. But our focus and our attention towards Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala keep one and all with afiyat. Allah Ta'ala make hifazat of all the institutions of deen, all the masajid in particular, all the musallis of every masjid, all those who are attending any madrasa and maktab, and all those who are engaging in any effort of deen, in whichever level and form it might be, all on the path of haq. Allah Ta'ala protect one and all. Allah Ta'ala accept all. Allah Ta'ala open out the doors of the khidmat of deen to a greater extent and allow the works of deen to flourish far more than it was happening before. Allah Ta'ala accept one and all and keep all with afiyat. Wa akhiru da'wana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama asnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallama bima huwa ahluh. ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب العالمين